Hey little ladies, children and boys, come gather round and hear my story. I'm just a boy sitting in his kitchen recording a podcast for you to listen. It's not that hard to put your headphones on and listen to the things that I tell you. If you follow me to the grave, I will reward you with riches. You're brave, oh yeah. Good to have you back. If you're new, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome. I hate to start this episode out heavy, but this might get a little heavy. I have family in England, and about two years ago, my Uncle Caspian took a solo journey to Peru to, quote, find himself. Quite ironically, he got lost. The last we heard from him was in a letter. It wrote, and please excuse my sorry, like excuse for a British accent, but you know, I want to do it honor. This is my Uncle Caspian. This is the letter he wrote to us from Peru. Dear family, this country is beautiful. The people, the landscape, the forest, it's all breathtaking. Last night I scaled a mountain with a couple fellow travelers and a Sherpa named Mbaktu. We sat atop the peak, ate pickled crow's feet, and laughed the night away under the stars. Tomorrow I will venture into the forest to a small village where a legendary monk will guide me and several others on an ayahuasca journey. I don't expect to be the same after, and I look forward to the clarity it will bring. I love you all so much, and will see you upon my return. Until then, take care. Mm. Well, until this week, we never heard from him again. His audio recorder was found in the base of a tree about 50 yards from uh, from the village. He's still missing. And I've gone back and forth about sharing the recording, but I think it will serve his memory best if I do. So without any further ado, uh, this is my Uncle Caspian in his final moments. <laughs> I've been here for so long. Another night is falling and the forest is alive. It never sleeps. I cannot find silence. But I must always listen. The birds and the howlers warn me of prowling carnivores. Oh God, why? Why did I come to Peru? I've never been outside of Brookshire. 
I thought ayahuasca was what I needed. I didn't think it would lead me to this. I don't even remember what happened. One minute I was making love to the tree god, and the next I woke up face down in the human dew-covered forest. No civilization for miles. If anybody gets this recording, please, please tell my dog she's a good girl. The goodest girl. Well, that's all we have there with that recording. You know, I used to always go straight for my Uncle Caspian at Christmas parties and Thanksgivings, and he just was always like my guy. You know, you know, you got family members who you know you you don't see them very often. It gets kind of a little weird around them. Uncle Caspian was a good guy, man. You know, I'm thinking about starting a GoFundMe to try searching for him because this new evidence, you know, his voice recorder was preserved. It was fine. And it was only 50 yards from his village. But, like, my dad and other family members kind of don't think he deserves to get found because he got lost so close to village. And it's they, they say it's natural selection. I don't know. Either way. I'm getting a fat inheritance from him. And that has made me able to hire a band for the show. So today with this episode, I'm going to introduce the Travis Lebrecht Show Band. I got a little recording here. Uh, just a little snippet, just a little teaser for you. Nothing, nothing crazy. Just a little, just a little teaser of what these guys are capable of. Here it is. got a band no more worrying about that copyrighted music for me 
This is just this is going swell, isn't it? Who cares about controversy and business and markets and whatever? We're just here having a goof. We got a band, got some fun, got friends. Why are you worrying? Why are you watching Bill Maher every night stressing about this or that and blah 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 blah? They just they just wanna sell you a Hyundai. They just wanna get you using Dawn dish soap and Tide Pods. Uh, and you know, I mean I, I would I, I wanna sell you stuff too. Like full transparency. If I could sell your ass to something, I would in a heartbeat. If this thing could make me money, ah, that'd be great. But that's not that's not what we're doing here, guys. That's not what we're doing here. No threat of ads with all 18 of you. Just 18 people can't sell them nothing. Now, you guys, my 18 people, y'all just my little sheep, and I'll tend to my flock. And I mean that in a non-derogatory way. This podcast is brought to you by Tide. If you haven't heard of Tide, you're an idiot. This is a message to all of the people. Run while you still can. Run. 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 It is time to welcome yet another guest to the show. Episode number 17, guys and gals. This one's a special one. Our guest today is a lovely and talented woman. Since she was a young girl, she's been passionate about the performance arts. In her background, it goes all the way to starting in her first commercial at six months old. Not that that was necessarily by choice, but it does speak to the certainty that she was meant for the big screen. My guest today is Tiger Cherie. Tiger is a director, actress, writer, and model. Her debut came in 2015 with a short experimental amateur film titled The Fourth Wall and has continued steadily producing, directing, and acting in films since. Her latest project, The Woman in the Room, a short film based off the classic Stephen King thriller, is set to release later this year. Tiger was a wonderful guest, and I'm looking forward to her return already. Now strap in, strap up, strap down, strap on. Welcome, Tiger Cherie.
Good to have you here. It's good to be here. Yeah, you were just saying that uh, you're not even going to be filming these movies that you were. <sighs> how long have you been working on them for? This new one, this is a new one I was supposed to do, but I have been like filming movies in general. Mm-hmm. I started in 2015 because I went to school for it. So, uh, and I got offered a um, an apprenticeship. Uh, apprenticeship. Yeah. How do you say it? Apprenticeship. Apprenticeship. Right on. Um, and. I met a bunch of people there and just kept in touch. And then it's been getting stuff after that. Hmm. So, so I, I think I might've watched one of the first things you worked on today. Oh no. What was it? Uh, what was it called? It was, uh, is it the one Cougarson? Cougars in one? Yeah. Oh, oh, man, she probably didn't tell you. No, you need to she watch definitely it. didn't. Well, I feel like a <laughs> jackass for not remembering the name. It's the one about uh, the kids in the movie theater. Um, oh my God. Yeah, it was made in 2015. That was the first one I was ever in. Yeah, that was awesome. Um, the. All right, good. You don't remember it's the name the either. <laughs> 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 I'm not a good host. Friends, this is all my off friends, the cuff. My friends made it. It's um. It'll come to me. Something the fourth fourth wall. The fourth wall. Okay. Yeah, that yeah. was it. Oh man. Yeah, we it went wasn't to bad. We it was kind of funny. Did you? It was okay, so we went uh closing. So it was right. like on a Tuesday or something, so they closed at like ten or a little bit earlier than usual. But we got there right when they closed, so we had the whole movie theater to ourselves. And we got out of there at like seven in the morning. Really? So they Did you do it all in one night? Yeah. Whoa. But That's it was intense. like it was like very like we are we're still in school yeah well obviously and you could tell i mean I it wasn't like professional i thought no. the girl that sat in the middle she her acting spot on she was i uh, have to watch she it reminded again. me of uh, my sisters <laughs> <laughs> no it was it was cool so they're like hey do you because it was my friends that made it so they're like hey you think uh we can pretend to throw you off the side Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, let's do it. And then I get there, and it's pretty high up. And mm-hmm. I'm like, this side? <laughs> and they had mats down, and you're like, yeah, you're going to fall on it. So we're, like, brand new to all this. I don't None know. of us have done stunts or anything. And I was like, I'll do it. So we made it to where I could, like, still land okay. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, we did it. And then, you know. It was like our first student film. Well, it said at the beginning, like a summer film workshop project or something like that. And I was like, oh, yeah. I when I was uh, when I <laughs> when I was in college, I uh, <laughs> dated a girl who was a theater major and she yeah. was she did short films like that and stuff. And I would go to the little baby festivals they would yeah. have and stuff. It was fun. It's cool. They're fun. And occasionally they have like uh, there's like plots that are yeah, interesting little concepts, you know. Oh man, I just watched another one the other night and I just right up close to I your forgot. face. There you go. I, I forgot what it was called. It was just a ridiculous title. And I watched it and it made no sense. It had something about um radioactive skunk, they talked about mm. it. And I'm watching this movie, I was like, I wanna see the skunk. <laughs> even if some like a human's dressed up like it. And they didn't do it. And I was like, What is the point of this story? And there was zero point and I'm like 
dude, like even even if it's cheaply done, Mm -hmm. even if you do it on your phone, if you have a good story, it's going to be like people are going to love it. Right. Rather cut it off short and have it like leave you hanging and have like a beginning, middle, you know, like the climax and everything and wrap it up then just have like a pointless it piece of it just kept going on and on well that's interesting though because we were talking about quentin tarantino like mm-hmm. off the bat with once upon a time in hollywood did you see that i i found it online mm-hmm. illegally the good other job. day good job <laughs> they got enough that's money that's so bad saying oh, whatever it's and brad pitt films. and leonardo DiCaprio. but i i started watching it and yeah. i it was like super late i think it was like four in the morning and i was like oh i'll find it again but i got like to the part where it wasn't even that far i think to the part where he met the little girl the actress girl oh and they're sitting so on set and she far. makes him cry <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you that's should. As far as I got, oh, okay. So. Well, sit down. And I remember while I was watching it, one of my thoughts was, "This movie so far is literally about nothing." Like it, if mm-hmm. the first time I watched, it, I was like, "I'm just watching people interact in dialogue and interesting scenes," and I don't know why I'm glued to the TV right or to the screen right now. Yeah, because it, it like what you were talking about with it had no point. It felt like that at the beginning. That's, you know what? It's. I was watching it while I was, because I work from home now, so yeah. I was kind of watching it while I was working, so I was like, dude, like, it wasn't keeping my focus, Yeah. but I have to watch movies, like, quite a few times, because I'll watch it from, like, a filmmaker's point of view and be like, oh, yeah, that's, because um, I used to be a, well, I still do it sometimes, a script supervisor. Mm-hmm. Do you know what that is? Mm-mm. They uh, do continuity on set, so you have to make sure, like, um, like let's say we shot a scene with this water glass. We it have to, to make sure. It, yeah. Yeah. So everything it has to matches. be the same level. So of I'm pull. watching and I will catch stuff and mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, that hairband was on her other wrist. Like, right. Not, I guess like, there was. I think it was Harry Potter. There's a scene. What? Uh, I don't know if it was Harry Potter. Like the last one they made, there was a scene where you could see a Starbucks cup sitting somewhere. Oh, that was. Um, <laughs> what was Game that? of Thrones? Game of Thrones. Yeah. yeah. Same vein of movie. Oh, that was a big. Was it? Up. Yeah, that somebody probably got fired for that. Somebody probably. went home crying when that <laughs> film debuted, and someone else pointed it out. Yeah. So, what is it like on like the set of a movie? Like, how do you film a scene, or how do you film like a movie? You know, do you start with the beginning and start filming each uh, like dep- scene episodically? It depends. Um. Some most of the time, no. Mm-hmm. Like Stanley Kubrick did that for The Shining, and he had a reason why he did it like that. Why because is that? he wanted it to like them to drag on their. Uh, I don't know how they put it, but he wanted to start out where it just drags on like their mood, hmm. where it just gets worse and worse. Yeah. Because I don't know if you ever... You said you watch behind the scenes, right? Occasionally. He behind the scenes of... Of The Shining. Have you seen it? Where oh, no. I was just one scene. Um, it was a one-off. It was well, interesting. Like, he just, like, basically tortured Shelley Duvall, like, just making her feel like shit, like, mm-hmm. throughout... Because he wanted to capture that, tr- like, just making it, like, you know, so hard for her. But um, when I've done stuff, I don't do it in... That sounds like method acting almost for a director, like being a psycho. He was really 
strict. Well, I mean, it does set the mood every day yeah. when you go and film, you know, to get like everybody into character. You're going to emotionally manipulate them. It kind of makes a little bit of sense. Some, Yeah, some do. <laughs> I, d- I hope I don't. <laughs> yeah, that's something I that you don't want to have to do. I, How I do it is like it depends on uh, locations you film at. Like if mm-hmm. you can only get it that day, you shoot all the scenes for that day there. Okay, so like, like if you know that halfway through the film you're going to be returning to this, like the characters mm-hmm. will be returning to this house, but you only have one day to film in that house, you're going to film all the yep. scenes no matter where they are in the movie. Yep. Hmm. So the first film I directed, uh, we had a diner that we had for one day because they were closed on Sundays. Mm-hmm. So everybody, I was the act. I was acting in it too. We had to change clothes that day and make it look like it was like like a couple days mm-hmm. separate. But um, I mean, some do. They that would be hard to do it like in s- order. Well, I, see, I don't know how it's done. Yeah. And like, if I'm making something like a skit or something like that, mm-hmm. like I just do it, you know, in order. Which yeah which it seems like a counterintuitive way to do it, but it also kind of makes sense because like everybody has the history of it in their head mm-hmm. and they know like they know why they should be, I don't know, emotionally charged from something or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. I've, I've never seen how a movie is like a movie is uh, filmed other than, you know, the behind the scenes and well, Cougar <laughs> Cougar's been on, two sets so one i was in for school the one that she's in you mm-hmm. have to watch it what she's gonna that, hate that me for it I'll it's hell yeah <laughs> it's called i'm back i'm back so we got a <laughs> pen and paper for <laughs> a reason but her part and i tell her this all the time sh- it's the best part of the movie in my opinion really because i come back as a zombie thing mm-hmm. and I end up killing her with my power, so I snap her neck. But mm-hmm. how we filmed it was we did it where she turned her neck so far. Uh. And then we got another shot of her. She reversed the lab coat she was wearing uh-huh. and snapped her neck. So it looks like once you cut Just it. Just like a flip. Yeah. And I was like, dude, this looks so good. And, <laughs> and she's like, I hate it. So six years later, I just filmed my other movie I did. Um in may and she's like oh she because she does not like acting she does not like it and i was like can you just please do it for me like mm-hmm. i need another person she played a nurse i'm like you're perfect bring just your be you. yeah yeah and you have scrubs and she just showed up like oh, i just don't want to be here my other two friends that were in it they were all like yes this is so cool and yeah. was like uh can we wrap this up because i had plans to go shopping at five i'm like dude <laughs> You know how this you have to, you're there all day. Yeah. And I was like, I'm not gonna You're like, I'm working this here. Up for you. Yeah, we're doing business, ma'am. And, and you <laughs> agreed to it. <laughs> and the funniest part is and I'm like, Cougar, I, I gave you an IMDB credit and mm-hmm. I fed you. Like, oh, that's badass. So yeah, she's got so a she's little got IMDB two. page. She's got two. Yeah, credits. I feel like we need to look that up <laughs> at some point. That's hilarious. And the funniest part is because yeah. I'm editing it right now. Mm-hmm. And her part that she was in <laughs> got cut out, so she's not <laughs> gonna be in it. 
<laughs> and I told her, I was like, you're probably going to be mad, but oh, <laughs> I'm like, you I know wish how that the she didn't is. know until listening to this podcast. That would have been, I was like, <laughs> you know how hilarious. the business is. And she yeah. smiled. She's like, it's okay. I was like, I, you still get a credit. So. Yeah. Well, you know, she, she did a good job. I'm sure. <laughs> I was like, you'll probably be in another one of my movies in another six years. So, yeah. So what is, <laughs> what is this movie about? I'm going to turn the AC on. Yes. Again real I'm quick. burning up. I know. So I turn it off for five yeah. minutes and that's what happens here. So this next, this other movie that I'm working on, I bought a dollar baby. Do you, have you heard of those? A dollar baby. So Stephen King started this like in the 80s. So it's a bunch of his short stories, like 15 mm-hmm. of them. And for filmmakers, you go you look at them and you pick one and you pay a dollar for it and you get the rights for it for a year. Oh, that's cool. So like anybody can buy them, mm-hmm. you know, like, so like it's not just like one per year. Anybody can just buy it's it. Anytime. Yeah. Because the story I picked, so I, I got high one night and it's like one of those things on my list is like the things I buy when I'm high. Mm-hmm. So I got high one night. You and bought and a movie. <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, I remember us talking about it when I was in school. And I was Mm -hmm. like, I looked when I was in school and there was none of them were available. I was like, let me see if there's one available. Mm -hmm. So I picked the one I like the best, the name. And I was like, oh, this sounds cool. I didn't read any of them. I was like, if I get accepted, that'll be it's a Stephen King story. I don't care. Like, that's so cool. So like a couple days later, they're like, hey, you got accepted to do this. Um here's the contract it's like a three-page contract very strict and they're like all you have to do is just sign you have a year so i bought it in january so my year is up um and send us a dollar and i was like this doesn't seem right but i know it like it's been going on for years so I, i send it two days later they're like all right good to go Wow. I was like... They're like, come up with your own script, like... Well, he... So, you can even look up the story. So, after I got it, I looked up the story online. Mm-hmm. And it's not scary. It's more of like a drama. Right. I, I watched sad. the trailer for it today. What? I, yeah, I looked on your IMDb no, page. I don't have a trailer for it. You don't it? have a trailer for it? No. Well, somebody trailer? else did it. Yeah, they, there's a couple of them that okay. were made. Damn it. But it's basically... Um, yeah, it's it's more sad. Really? Yeah, it was a like a, it was a guy feeding his grandma pills. Yes. Yeah. No, it, well, or his mom. It's his mom. His mom so yeah. a lot of the people I noticed that did this story, they were older. Mm-hmm. So I had to write the screenplay for it. So I, when I wrote it out, I was like, let's just. It would be sad if they were kind of younger. Mm-hmm. So the guy I picked. He was in his 30s. I was like, 30s, and then the mom's like in her 60s. Because everybody else had like their mom in their 80s. I was like, I think yeah, it'd be more old, sad. She was old, old lady yeah. in this trailer. And I was yeah. like, because you could do whatever you want in the story. Mm-hmm. It's like, just keep it the same storylines. You can add things. You can take away things in the story. Just mm-hmm. make sure you say in the credits, give Stephen C- King his yeah, credit. Based off of Stephen King novel, which makes anything a little bit cooler. Yeah. yeah, and I was I was like so pumped. Yeah, that's and awesome. I, the people that I had first choice, they all said yes. I've worked with them in one way or another, and I was like, dude, this is awesome, and it looks great. 
Mm. They shot it in 4K. My friend did. That's cool. And I'm like, oh man. So how do you so how cool. do you sustain that? Like how do you how do you um, make a living doing that? Um, the stuff like that that was all like just passion projects. Yeah, that is so cool. So my friends, like I bought, like I got like the um, props and everything. I bought everybody food and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But I tell them straight up, like it's it's n- not you know paid. And yeah, they're it's like an yeah, independent that's cool. film. That's fine. A lot of film work is not paid. Mm-hmm. Especially when you're like younger and when it's not you know a giant yeah. production company behind it. Um, but that also gives you a lot of artistic freedom, I feel like, because there's not, like, I don't know, somebody who's financing it, like, putting their mm-hmm. two cents in or making notes. You can do whatever you want, really, and get away with a lot more, probably. Right. Yeah, which yeah. is cool, which is what I like about this. I mean, my podcast is, like, there's... It's just you. It's literally just <laughs> me, and there's almost no listeners. You know, this isn't. I'm sorry, this isn't going <laughs> to be fine. a giant popularity no, boost. <laughs> Everybody but starts somewhere. Like exactly. I started, and you know, not a lot of people heard of me until you just meet people and start talking about it. Like, yeah. I don't know. It's crazy. Like the film world. I bet it's something that I have no experience in at all. Um, and which is part of the reason why coming into this, I was like, shit, like she's going to, you're going to school me on <laughs> everything. Like I, I'm, I need to go watch Pulp Fiction right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think I'm like super experienced. I'm still learning. Like it is so yeah. hard Yeah. doing film. Like I'm like, oh, we're getting so much done with editing. And then it's like, Nope, because you have to color grade it next, and then you have to add music, and then it's like all that, this stuff. Uh, I don't. My friends are doing. I don't know how to do that. How do you like? I've thought about how I would like to at one point. I think have video for this, just the conversation portion, mm-hmm. and I've thought about just the hassle of meshing the video with the audio and have it like sync up perfectly. That that's I, it's that seems it's like that's not as hard as what you think. No, that seems like a hell no. of a task. I had a cord that broke today and <laughs> that took about that took it broke uh, two days ago and it's taken till today to figure it out. So <laughs> all this I stuff is I'm really not hard. I'm good you with know? the whole engineering part. Mm-mm. Like I like writing um, I just started directing a few years ago. How do you um, like that? It's, it is so cool and surreal. Like the stuff that I wrote, I was like, I want to make sure I direct it. Cause you have like a vision. Yeah. You want to make sure it's, you know, right. I've directed things I haven't wrote, but that is just like so cool. You write a story and like you're watching it like from your brain yeah. to like real life. It's like so weird. Yeah, because there's a everybody grows up thinking like I would love to be an actor or actress, but like the director is the one whose vision it becomes, you know. And you don't really, I guess, with a lot of blockbuster movies, the the director is just kind of a name that you see. But then you have these, you know, you have Stanley Kubrick or Martin Scorsese Mm -hmm. and Quentin Tarantino in these movies where the filmography of the whole thing is turns into like oh i'm watching something different whoever was in charge of 
the way the camera pans and how mm-hmm. the actors communicate and the like the whole vibe of the scene, you can feel that personal influence from the director. Yeah. Which is like, I don't know, with I more perspective, it seems like the director role is, is badass. Yeah. You know? Well, I think a lot of those guys keep the same uh, DP, so the director of photography, the guy that actually films it, because mm-hmm. they all have their same like, like flair to their movies. Like a lot of his stuff, it's like those like, ins- he has like a lot, uh, Quentin, he's known for those like quick zoom-ins mm-hmm. on the face. Do you notice that? Or like There was those quick zoom-ins on that movie I watched, the yeah, one from it's 2015. Yeah, like all his movies, so yeah. I, I don't know if it, he keeps the same DP or not. He's got to. Well, you can tell he or runs it. Or he just tells them. Well, I listened to him on a podcast recently, and I've never, I've, I didn't even know what he looked like. Really? I had no, if I saw Quentin Tarantino <laughs> at Kroger, I would have just walked past you will him. Re- ev- you see him and uh, he has an unforgettable face. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, you know? He's so like not what I was expecting at all. He just seemed he's like a very like high strung yeah, and like excited. In this yeah, but like not in a like super like artsy, like artist kind of way. He's almost he felt to me like a pretty regular dude. Like he's high strung and he's yeah. he's fast talking for sure. But I am too. So I'm like, I like oh, that. My people. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I no, he's just super passionate. Yeah. That's why he's like cool. I feel like he's able to do stuff in film um, on like m- a massive scale that really nobody else currently is capable of doing. Like he he has like he puts a vibe into his stuff that has yeah. that like I don't know if I don't like people saying like can get away with but it, mm-hmm. it feels like no you don't see that kind of thing from Are anything you talking about other like Django yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's my favorite but that's my favorite Django's so good oh, the first time I watched it yeah I watched it like three times like yeah. in a row I was I've like this is freaking awesome I can't count how many times I see it and every time I watch it it's like the first time I've seen it yeah like it's amazing that it's movie is really s- good I love Django. And, and Glorious Bastards I was just going to say, that's and it's that like one's underrated, I feel like. I remember watching that for the first time, and mm-hmm. I'm like, did they just kill Hitler? <laughs> right? I was like, okay, I guess we're putting our own little spin on history. That's cool. Well, that's what I, it, he yeah. does. I don't, I won't even say a word about Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Then. Okay. You got to, that's a, that's a must finish, but he, yeah, that opening scene with uh, the Frenchman and Christoph Waltz in that little, uh, th- his little hut where he's hiding oh, the Jews. Yeah. Ah, from the beginning, you're like, holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. And then you start like, then you see him under there and you're like, yeah. oh no. You're like, these, these kids he are done. He was so good in that too. Christoph Waltz is a bad motherfucker. Yeah. I love that dude. Then you watch him. I watched him in um, Jerry Seinfeld's getting coffee oh. in cars, whatever yeah. that is. He was on it. Mm-hmm. And he was a very, like, not like the <laughs> opposite. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he seems like the sweetest dude. <laughs> he <laughs> <laughs> Too nice. Right? And him and, uh, he was really good in Hateful Eight as well. And Jane. That was God good. Damn. Hateful Eight, I don't think, like, I feel like a lot of people didn't get into that one because yeah. it did drag on a bit and then you know at that point where everything started like shit started Sh- hit the fan yeah. 
it was just like, dude, this is awesome. And then he goes to flashbacks. I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> it makes sense. Big now. Johnson. <laughs> 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 that movie. Yeah. You know, he's only gonna. I think he's only gonna do one more. Yeah, I think he's like. Yeah, he's on his done. last. And he's only like 50, I think. He's not old. Yeah, he's been doing stuff for a while though. Yeah, this was when was Pulp Fiction made? 94, I think. Yeah, that's the year I was born. <laughs> All right, so that's I when I started kindergarten. <laughs> <laughs> See, we're both young, we're babies. Um, so did I, I've gotten? I can't. I've asked um, Cougar. Um, have you seen the movie Eraserhead? I I probably started that movie like three times, and mm-hmm. I get like ten minutes in. Yeah, and I can't. Mm-mm. I felt like I'm just like I don't know what's going on in my brain and feels weird. Yeah, <laughs> that's the whole. But vibe I just want to. I just want to try and start it and actually like just finish <laughs> it. Get cougar with it and like <laughs> pop an edible. Every time she comes mm. over, I put on something stupid. Like, I I love '80s horror films. Mm-hmm. That's what she was telling me. And every time she comes over, I'm like, Hey, we're watching this and we're watching it, and she's like. What is this? <laughs> I was like, just keep watching it. You're fine. So what's like your favorite 80s horror mo- film? Oh, man. I don't know. I I love all the um, the special effects that they did back well, in the Well, it was day. all practical effects, yeah, right? That's yeah. That's all like... Oh, this one, the one that comes to mind, and I just started... I just watched it recently, but it is so funny. It's called Frankenhooker. Frankenhooker. That sounds like some shit that me and my ex would have so watched. It's so funny. Yes. Tell me um. more, please. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think. If you, I think it's on Shutter. Mm-hmm. If you are really into horror, it's all horror. Movies. I like I like what that is. I like that. It's genre. like that goofy. It's yeah, like stupid. goofy. Like yes, the Ginger Dead Man. Yeah, and, um, Thanks Killing. <laughs> I like I like sofa. <laughs> no, that's. <laughs> Get high and watch. That. Is it about a couch that kills people? It's about people? a killer couch. <laughs> um, it is so ridiculous. Every time they show the the chair, because it it's just like a regular looking. Why are there sofa. so many of these? Because they are. Who funds them? They make money. They're like on Sharknado DVD. Like Sharknado and stuff because yeah. they are so dumb. People will watch See, these. See, and that's the thing. We, Me and my ex got super into those stupid, like, rubber. Yeah. Have you ever seen rubber? Is that about the... The killer tire? Yeah, it's just a tire I that'll just start vibrating. <laughs> I've never watched it. <laughs> I know what you're talking about, but the killer sofa, it's yeah, like, you know, me. just a regular sofa. Mm-hmm. It's got the two buttons, but how they had it, it looked like a face. Right. So every time you see it, you just start cracking up, and it'll just slowly start moving closer to people, and they're like, did that chair just move? And I'm like, this is so dumb, but uh, I love it. And you just... That's <laughs> it's comforting. Those <laughs> it's just like... <laughs> it's just a movie you put on when your friends are around and you're yeah. just like you guys watch this stupid movie it's or it's a movie that you want to talk through and yeah. make fun of yeah and there's this scene he's on the balcony the sofa is mm-hmm. on the balcony and he's like leaning up and he just has his little button eyes and he's just angry and he slowly <laughs> starts backing away I was like who thought of this <laughs> a fucking genius thought of it. it that's awesome but that's Frank, on the list Frankenhooker Frank yes please um this guy also made, he made a couple of movies like this. Um, Basket Case. I don't mm-hmm. know if you've ever heard of that. Nope. Uh, it's 
about this guy. He carries around this basket, and it's his, like, twin brother is in it, but it's, like, this, like, mutant-looking thing, mm. and he has to feed him, like, it eats, like, people and stuff. Mm-hmm. But anyway, Frankenhooker, it's, like, Frankenstein. <laughs> I'm just guys, like, mm-hmm, I'm, mm-hmm. like, going, I'm going all over the place. <laughs> That's I, okay. I will tell you about this movie. I, all I, right, I'm, so. I'm, I'm enthralled <laughs> with this. It's, like, this guy's fiance, uh, dies in this really weird accident like she gets ran over by this lawnmower or something of course and she gets all chopped up that happens but he's like the scientist that does these really weird experiments Mm -hmm. so he has the science background so after she died he took some of her parts kept them in his basement in this like i can see where this is going i'm gonna need to stop you (laughs) It's no, fuck. no, it's fun. It's, he creates. It's funny. He creates. But he goes. He oh goes to. I think he's in New Jersey. He goes to New York, and he goes, and he's like, "I'm gonna find a bunch of prostitutes, mm-hmm. and I want to get like to make the perfect woman." But his. It's so his he girl's kills them, takes their so parts. He <laughs> he's like, "Her legs, I'm taking her he arms, kills her him boobs." Accidentally, so he right. creates this like thing this big rock it looks like a big crack rock and he Mm -hmm. hides it with him he goes there he gets a bunch of prostitutes like 20 of them Mm -hmm. they find it that in his bag and he's like don't smoke it it's gonna kill you and they're all like crackheads so they're like oh yeah girls the most crack i've ever seen so they all start and they're like whoa we're getting hot and they start exploding nice and he's like, I'm. So, he's like picking up their parts. He's like, I'm so sorry. When I figure this out, I'll put you all back together. I promise. <laughs> like, and they're hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. How did how did he get? Why did he go find the prostitutes again? Because his, he's trying to rebuild his uh, fiance that died. Did he know that the that that crack was gonna explode? He him? he um he made it. And I think he tested out on something and at it his exploded. house. And he's like, whoa, I can't. But he had it with him for some reason. Oh, he was just scoping out the territory, thinking about it. So he's still a good <laughs> guy. But he he backed up everything, <laughs> all their yeah. parts. He goes back home and tries to create, you know, the perfect woman. What well, a, what a G. She ends up, you know, coming together. Yeah. She escapes because he got like knocked out or something, and she still has like memories. Like all the prostitutes' memories are with her, so mm-hmm. she'll be like. Hey, buddy, how much you want for the night? And she's like, every time they touch her, they get shocked and die. Oh, so she's got superpowers. It's so goofy. I love it. This is. But it's it's probably right <laughs> up your alley. So that it's is. called Frankenhooker. I wrote it down. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, what's another? We watched Society. I can't even explain that movie. You're just ha- gonna have to go into okay, it without. So, <laughs> so so my understanding. I'll write that down too. Um, my understanding now is. You like Cougar talking to her because like she made it sound like you're into like like horror movies from the 80s and you're really appreciating mm. like the what they did and I'm sure you do in a way but it sounds kind of like you like the absurdity of these movies. Some some like those are the ones that I like I can watch over and over again. Right. Yeah. And some horrors like I'll watch, but it's not like like I love the Insidious. Oh God! Yeah, I just because they those, actually like creep me out. Because I don't get scared often. Because I've been behind the scenes. And yeah, stuff. You know and I've watched them on. from I was like super young, so I'm like True. numb to it. But the stuff like that, where there's like stuff in the corner that the people can't see. Ugh. 
Yeah. That like creeps me out. The fir- it took me like three attempts to get through <laughs> Insidious. Like the first two times I watched it with a friend, I was like, after 15 minutes, like, fuck you. Fuck you. Yeah. No, I ain't doing it. James Wan. Yeah. one of my favorites. That, I mean, when it, people like, I don't know, people don't give it the credit now, I guess. People are like, Insidious isn't scary. But when that shit came out, that was fucking I, scary I still as think hell. it's scary. Me too. Like demons and stuff. Mm-mm. Yeah. I don't like that. No. I, um... Eraserhead, though, which is kind of what started this, that is a movie that um, it will, it, it really, it, it's, it's incredible in what it does to really fuck your head up. Because it, it really just, like, after, yeah. like, halfway through, you're like, what in the, like, you've said what the fuck uh, to a countless amount of times. And at the end of it, like, I remember for a full day, I just was, like, weirded out by, like, everything. I just felt weird. Yeah. Which I think is a feat. And I respect the people of that movie for being able to do that to me. They (laughs) fucked me up. (laughs) I feel like movies like that, like, there's some that are just, they do that to people. And that's what they're, like, known for. Yeah. Because I don't even know what the story's about. All I know is the eraser head is crazy. It you is. need to watch it. it. It is. It's fucking crazy in the way that it, like, it makes you feel like you did, like, a bad psychedelic drug <laughs> <laughs> after, before, during it. It's it's so fucking surreal. I'm it's gonna just, just strange. I'm going to just have to watch it. Don't watch it alone. That's all I got to say. <laughs> <laughs> it's very strange. There's, like... Another movie I try watching and I can't get through is mm. Cannibal Holocaust. I've heard that's one of the most like gory, fucked up, hard to watch it's movies like ever. It's be I stop it where they start like killing. They kill actual animals yeah. and they film it like torturing yeah. them. And I'm like, I can't do that. That's that's beyond no-go. anything. Yeah, that I'm really and I have to like in, stop it and then I try again after I forget what I've seen. Right. And then I'm like, oh yeah, this is why. Well, I stopped. it's. You know what's interesting? I listen I listen to a good amount of podcasts, and uh, I, I recently listened to one on a long drive called, it was an episode of this guy's podcast called Painfotainment, and mm-hmm. it was talking about how in modern day we're super okay with, and we expect violence in our movies, like people being shot, mm-hmm. people being stabbed and killed and stuff, and that's like standard, and we, we enjoy it in our movies, and he kind of trace he traces it back all the way to like ancient not ancient times but all throughout history executions and public executions how they they were events you know the people would gather in the town square to watch the public execution they get super excited about it they'd love it they'd cheer they'd boo they it was yeah. the shit <coughs> they loved it they loved watching people get killed they loved like animal versus human they loved that shit and he makes the point, it's like, how would you feel if you went and saw a movie now and instead of simulated violence, the director who was new cutting edge came out with a movie that everything that happened in the movie was real and everything was like, yeah, that's like, messed up. yeah like people <coughs> died in the making of a movie. Are you going to, would you watch it? You know, there's a couple of movies that people have died in it. Really? I, because I watched it, uh, there's a series that said, like, uh, movies that, c- like, The Crow was on it. Ah. Have you seen The Crow? No. <laughs> I like Crow, well, so. <laughs> Okay. Well, you might like this. It's a good movie. Because ah. um, Brandon oh. Lee, Bruce Lee's son, died on it, on set. 
Oh. So. Oh, that was th- was no. Bruce Lee died from the gun, right? No, that was his son that oh, died on okay. that movie. Um, but there's this other movie where, um, like a helicopter fell. They were filming with the helicopter, and it fell into water, and it killed this actor and these two kids. He was like carrying. So they were kind of filming it like they were like in Vietnam or something. Mm-hmm. I can't think of what it's called. But Did they um, put that shot in the movie? I think it went to like, I think they might have. I'm not sure, but I mean, it just show. It just looks like ah. it exploded. Yeah, Jesus. But I saw the footage of when I was watching these, and I'm like watching it because I didn't hear any. I never knew about yeah. it, and I'm like, okay, well, this is a little heavy, right? <laughs> like, okay. Yeah, but that's, um, that's kind of. I don't know if that's tasteful. But I feel <laughs> like back to Quentin. He sure. kind of made it those movies like oh his, his movies are fun like that i think that's what people like enjoy it mm-hmm. more now yeah well his like movies kill bill uh, yeah kill. and honestly kill bill is probably the bottom of the total pull for me really yeah i, I only watched it once so i probably need to revisit it it just it didn't like i'm only 40 minutes into uh <laughs> pulp fiction and from like the first scene i was like oh fuck yeah it's it's happening again i'm watching <laughs> this thing that it's just awesome. In Kill Bill, I never, um, mm-hmm. I never really like it. Never really hit me, so Sh- I probably need to go cool back to it. Some scenes in there, really. Some fight scenes. Well, I know the chore- chore- choreography, choreography, choreography. In that is like you know really uh, well regarded. People mm-hmm. are s- people got stoked about that. Uma Thurman's a badass. Oh hell yeah! She's the shit. No, she knows what she's doing. Yeah, is she, what's she in lately? Is she in anything? Is she alive? She's alive. What's she doing? I I don't know. What's Uma Thurman been up to? I know her daughter's becoming more popular because her daughter was in the new Stranger Things. Why? What? Who is her daughter? Is her daughter? Her daughter's not eleven. No, Who's she was in the third season, I believe. She worked at that ice cream place. Oh, okay, maybe I'm bullshitting, and I didn't know who that you was. You probably, if you see her, you probably recognize her. Maybe. Stranger Things is awesome. I like Stranger Things, too. Yeah, that was, that kind of came out of nowhere. Like, watching it, mm-hmm. I felt like, I'm like, I've seen this before. This has been a thing, right? And it, it wasn't. It was brand new. It was weird, you know? Maybe it's got, because it has a lot of that, like, nostalgia. It, yeah, that's what it felt like. So... It's weird seeing, like, that. that's still, that's the 80s, right? That's before... Mm-hmm before I was born. I don't know when you were born. 89. 89. What's up? That's awesome. It's still like our childhood was probably pretty similar. Like, you know, I was yeah, born in the early 90s. I remember more of like the 90s. I don't, yeah. I mean, obviously I was just. <laughs> right. <laughs> but well, no, I mean, like you think like things were just so much different back then. Like thing mm-hmm. things have changed s- to such a dramatic degree. I don't think we typically, we really recognize it but life just 20 years ago was a completely different thing oh yeah like now everybody has is super distracted there's just information coming from all angles about who knows what and it just feels like it's hard to maintain a focus on really anything unless you isolate yourself from Mm -hmm. like the internet i feel like everybody's become like dumb yeah. You know, because, like, I used to remember, like, people, uh, a lot of, like, movie stuff. Um, they, like, my mom or 
my sisters would message me like, hey, who was, or they would ask me like, hey, who was in this movie and blah, 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 and I wouldn't know it. And then now it's like, oh, so they don't need me anymore because they got their phones and Google. Yeah, stupid. But like other, like other info oh. too, like, like you'd, you used to like call someone up for something. Yeah. And nobody uh, does I've that anymore. I make like, I'll text someone for a while, but if they keep responding, I'm, I'm going to call you. Like, and my friends know, know. I'm going to call you because <laughs> I like to communicate. <laughs> Right, but th- there's this w- there's this uh, like I, I I hate saying people are dumb, but there seems it's like you're not wrong. I know <laughs> it's so crazy. There's like it seems like the masses are stupid. It's like there's this groupthink thing that happens where there's one opinion formed, and everybody has to share that one opinion, and it doesn't like and and if you talk about it or go try to go in depth with it they shut down put a wall up or don't or even know how to like express their belief because it's not their belief yeah or if you have your own opinion and you try mm-hmm. to express it like i'm open to everybody's opinions like right. don't like get all mad at me like why don't we like talk normally like like, like yeah. a lot of like you know i mean the vaccine now but that's a toxic religion. subject Reli- well, let's go to religion. That's great. Yeah. Because <laughs> that doesn't. Yeah. So I I really like all the stories. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm more, I guess, agnostic, but people don't Word. know what that is. Well, that's not and really claiming any one and saying you don't yeah. really know what's happening. And right? I just tell people I'm atheist, so it'll end the conversation quicker. Ah, but that's so I final. Know, but so people like are like, sure. I just. But the people that ask are the ones that are like, well, why don't you? I have been like this yeah. my whole life. Yeah, same. I've never, I've never been like, oh, yeah, I'm because my mom is Catholic. My dad's Christian. Mm-hmm. We went to both churches sometimes. Yeah. And I remember one day I was like 15 and we were riding in the car. We were carpooling with this lady uh, for, I think, one of my sister's soccer games, we were, like, in a different state, so, like, Ohio. Sure. And she's this very, like, happy, uh, very Christian woman. Like, she didn't want... We stopped at a gas station. She's like, let's get a movie for the kids. And I was like, sweet, here's it. It's uh, for sale. At the gas. <laughs> and she's like, um, no, we're going to get I Love Lucy. And I'm like, okay. I don't have a problem with it, but I'd rather watch it. But okay, fucked up, mom. (laughs) My mom knows, but this lady, so (laughs) she's talking. The kids had their headphones in, watching "I Love Lucy," and I just love telling the story. (laughs) 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 But she's like, she's talking about religion. I'm like, oh man, here it goes. (laughs) And my mom just like was like, okay. and she's like, so, Tiger, what's your opinion? And ah. I was like, my mom like looked over at me. <laughs> and I was like, well. And I told her my opinion and how I was feeling. Um, what I compared it to, I was like, I said, I compared it to, like, Santa Claus and how people, like, it gives them hope and something to believe oh, in. Jesus. You ruined this I, woman's day. So she just kept quiet the whole time and was like, Okay. So the next day, we were at the soccer field. We leave. I leave her van, come back like an hour later. Someone broke into it. Mm. And it's because you brought that devil into the car. And <laughs> my mom's purse was stolen. This lady had nothing stolen. 
And I came back. I'm like, hey, I think someone broke into your van. And she starts having a meltdown going nuts. And she's like, you people need to find another ride home and blah, blah, blah. And then after she was gone, my mom's like, damn it, Tiger, I know it's because you told me you were hey <laughs> I was like, well, she had, I was, like, my yeah, mom's right? like, I know, she, she asked How for your opinion. You? 15. Oh, jeez. I know I couldn't drive yet. Yeah. Because well <laughs> we were And you already have complex views and opinions <laughs> on belief. Good well, job. I was like, this is how I feel. I mean, yeah. you asked. I didn't say anything about what you said because well, I could have went off on you, too. It's this weird thing that especially Catholic people do that get like they get super self-righteous about it. And you can feel the judgment yeah. oozing out. I, I, I went to Catholic I, school. I don't have life. problems with like Catholic Me people. Neither. It's more like the, the Christians that come after me. Catholics are Christians, um, I guess. Well, I my, don't know. my mom is catholic and she we grew up with her like uh praying to saints because that's what mm-hmm. they do and she's like oh if you lose something <laughs> they do that's i mean it, i grew up it catholic. works for them i went to the catholic so she's school like if you lose anything night. just pray to saint anthony and s- <laughs> you know i do and i find it i do that shit every she's time like, make sure you thank him you thank him and he'll help you again and i'm like okay yeah. saint anthony he's good I at finding have, stuff i have a little saint anthony statue in my place right do next you? to my <laughs> two-headed duck that I yeah, have. <laughs> I, I, I need to I need to ask about that. Is it real? It it was a real duck, two ducklings, and some guy forged another head onto it. What a it. psychopath! Where did I you know. get it specifically? Etsy. 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 Oh. Etsy. So you're you saying these kind of products? Oh yeah, circulate. you can find a lot of things on Etsy. So if somebody was looking for, say, like a hamster stuffed in a silly position, like uh, doing like you might find it on there. I've been. Okay. I, I'm in never, the market. I've never looked up hamsters, but I'm sure they have little mice. I mean, you. Uh, no, I don't want a mouse. I want a hamster. Wanna, I've never seen a stuffed hamster before. So hmm. Good luck with that. You know what I saw for the first time in real life just a couple weeks ago? Ferrets. I, saw, I went to a pet store and they had like three ferrets. I don't think I've ever seen one in real life either. Cool as shit. I would have bought a ferret that I day. I heard they stink though. Definitely. They're rodents. <laughs> <laughs> but they're like super playful and you can see that they're like looking at you and stuff. It's like yeah. you have rabbits and next to them they and then ferrets. They just remind me of slinkies. They're so cool. They're, they jump and yeah. they like claw at you and like play bite you and stuff. Yeah. They're really cool. I would buy I a ferret tomorrow. I don't <laughs> think I would do I have two cats. They don't mm. even like each other, so. Yeah, well, they don't bring a ferret into the mix. <laughs> I won't. Ferrets are fucked up. They're crazy. They'll they'll kill a snake, I think, right? I think so. Those are so. the thing that kill snakes? I think those are mongooses. Mongoose. Yeah, you're right. Uh, don't they kind of look similar, though? They're they in do. the same family, I'm sure. Mongoose and a snake? Hmm. Mongoose and ferrets. Mongoose and a ferret, yeah. I don't know, but um, I have, I did, I do have a shrunken head I thought was real, but it's not. What? And I was very upset when I found out the hair on it's real, because I plucked a hair from it and yeah. burnt it. And it smelled like burnt and hair? It, it was burnt hair. So where? Wh- so, and then I talked to somebody, um, I know people that uh, own the Death Museum in Mount Clemens. They have a bunch of shrunken head, real shrunken heads there. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, I, thi- I have a real one, too. And they're like, and no, he's you like, don't. How do you? And I was like, I don't know if it's real or not. And he's like, does it have nose holes? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't know. I never really looked. And he's like, if it has nose holes, it's real. I was like, 
it's probably not because I bought this for like 12 bucks. He's like, <laughs> yeah, they're like six grand. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay, so Dude. it's probably fake. It's still cool, though. Yeah, I would but like, the thinking about it, it's kind of, mm, it's, mm, okay, the more thought I just put into actually owning a shrunken head, like my first thought is like, what a cool thing to have in the studio, you know, like what yeah. a cool thing. Are you just thinking about the vibes it'd give off? But then I thought about that, yeah. And I thought, I was just in New Orleans, and I went into um, a shop that was, uh, I don't even know what to get, like a voodoo shop, and I did not like it. I was in there for about eight seconds and before I started feeling like, mm-mm, mm-mm, this oh, is... Oh, I want to go there so bad. I went to Salem last year. How was that? It was so cool. Was it? Um, I went right it was me and my our good friend of mine ashley she uh we went around halloween time but ah, they didn't they cool. they said they didn't have the huge festival they had because of covid oh. but they're like that year round everybody dresses up and hmm. um like witch hats and stuff and they give tours year round and they're like the only thing is you're just missing the big festival we have like food trucks and everything and that's in washington like, right or Oregon? There's a Salem, Oregon, but this was in Massachusetts where they had the witch trials. Oh, is that where Salem? Wow, I thought Salem there's was on the West Coast. There's one. There's a Salem, Oregon. Oh, okay, but, but the one, the real is one, is yeah. in Massachusetts. Well, we went on a couple tours, right? And um, oh, it was so cool there. The day we left, it was snowing. Oh, so that's next time cool. I go, I'm talking about going with my sisters. Um, yeah. We want to go probably like next month where That'd it's a little cool. bit warmer. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we went on a couple tours and just the things that those people did back then, the Puritans. Mm-hmm. I was like, every time I hear about them, I'm like, Puritans. those damn Puritans. Well, th- if you if you want to blame anybody for the problems that we have here in the United States, you can blame the fucking Puritans. Yeah. They f- they The Puritan they value structure nuts. fucked this country up. Because we yeah. had a great basis, we 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 still do, but that like the weird demonization of select characteristics in individuals is really damaging. They like the sex is wrong. That like that fucked us up. They so <laughs> do you know anything about what happened there? Keep this up this there. There the you go. For the witch trials. No. Because we went on a couple tours. Not so really. basically, I'll give the quick rundown. Um, this woman called Tichuba. Tichuba. She came from overseas and yeah. she practiced witchcraft. So she was the only legit witch. Mm-hmm. And she goes and there's these like little the Puritan children. She would tell her st- their stories and they would um, go back to their homes and basically like uh, have convulsions. But mm. it was basically anxiety attacks, but people thought they were possessed. Sure. So they were like, oh, it's but um, so they would be like blaming other people that had nothing to do with it. Like if you owed me money for my land, I'd be like, oh, yeah, he uh, he told me he flies into my um, house at night and he turns into a bird and tries to kill me. And they're like, oh, yep, he's going on trial. And so all these people that died had nothing to do with it. But they kept Tichuba alive. That was the only legit witch. And she would point out people that were like, yep, I know. They're, 
she's a witch and he is. What a con. And oh, that just makes her badass. They kept her alive and she was the only one. Good for her. But she, so all these people died. Yeah. Um, and a horse and two dogs, I believe, they killed. Well, those horses were witches. And they're like, oh, yeah, they were possessed. And I'm like, these people are having anxiety. I would have died a long time ago from oh, <laughs> anxiety yeah. attacks. I would have been done. It's been like, a witch possessed me. But it's like, I'm sure her stories were yeah. nuts, and those little kids are probably like, oh, my God. But I'm like, we're hearing these, and then, like, walking in the town, it happened, and it's, it's pretty cool. Yeah, that sounds like a cool but, trip. Um, Everybody was cool there, and they had uh, like a bunch of witch shops and yeah. vampire shops, and oh, that's cool. I bought a voodoo doll there. Ooh. But it's a good luck voodoo doll. Don't don't be playing with that shit. I got no, a healthy it's, respect. It's just for on that my stuff. bookshelf. It's a good luck one. It even says oh. on the tag. Okay, <laughs> on the tag. That's how you know it's <laughs> it's legit. <laughs> it's got a tag. The place we went, the one shop that we went into, there was like it was, it was dark. Like there were. Oh, I love it. Oh, <laughs> see, see, like, I, I don't know what it is, but I have a real healthy respect for um, witchcraft and like blood magic and voodoo and all the the yeah, dark that arts. Yeah, that stuff you don't want. That stuff with. that you really like. I truly believe that you do not fuck with that shit. No. Like, don't be fucking with no demons. Don't be doing any of that because that there's energy in the world, and if you start or the universe contains energy, and if you start trying to summon a certain, that energy, dark energy, it's going oh, to come. You're screwed. Yeah, and uh, that's, is walking into, uh, walking into that shop, I just felt a lot of really dark energy, and then, yeah. uh, and what was fucked up about it was there was, like, clearly tourists in there, people that don't know, like, you know, mm -hmm. just like Steve and Marissa, like, who have no knowledge of any like real like how to practice witchcraft or spells yeah. or anything like just like haphazardly like taking a mask and be like duh, duh, duh. just like it felt like it was feeding on people oh in there. yeah it, it didn't no. feel right see i have like i have my crystals and yeah. i have my sage stick me too and then my mom she's she knows more about that stuff, so yeah. she's like, oh, it's a full moon. Make sure you get it, and you set out the moon water and stuff. Like, little innocent things. Yeah, <laughs> just stuff to, like, bring a little bit of positivity bit. and hopefully, like, manifest some good Not stuff. Not this. Some people, like, I think TikTok, there's people that, like, were real into it and mm -hmm. put it out on TikTok, and then people didn't research enough on it and now everybody i feel like is Chaos. doing witchcraft yeah and it's become super popular that's good and, and i feel like dangerous. people don't do it right that's probably true the and people I'm don't have patience uh, to do it right you know like no. doing like a real spell or a real like manifestation meditation it takes patience like you have and to you have to be so clear-minded I couldn't do it. I have so many yeah. things going on in my head. I'm like, yeah, I'm retarded. I wasn't saying that. I don't do spells. You have to be so focused yeah. on the thing. Or you have to just be powerful, like naturally powerful. I've come oh, in contact with Oh, I'm so weak. I feel like <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> well, I don't have it. Up. Yeah, you can build up, I'm sure. I don't know. I, uh, I, I've over the past like two years, I've really done a lot of, uh, not a lot, but uh, started to turn the ship to more towards manifesting energy yeah. that I want. Yeah, and it's me just too. a slow process. It's something that doesn't happen overnight. I you mean, know? I have this cool book 
that I ordered, and I write, I wrote down some things, and I totally forgot about it. I want to kind of go back and see if anything's, like, happened. Because mm-hmm. if you just start out with the little, little things, you know, then not like the, I feel like people, like, manifest, I want to be a billionaire. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, manifesting doesn't work. It's like, that's not how well, it. Well, that's <laughs> not how it works, but. I mean, I do, too, but. <laughs> I know people <laughs> that know. have done money, like, every morning, wake up and meditate, do, like, money manifestation meditations and uh, find themselves falling into shit making a ton of money and it's like is it because you're lucky or is it because of x y or z or is it partially because of like you putting focus into the universe Mm -hmm. every day for money to come into your life and then it does i don't know bizarre because like if you think about it like just i just think about it because i don't do this shit every day i do it like once maybe every two months i'll be like i'm gonna do that but if you like put if can you imagine like if you every morning you woke up and meditated for 15 minutes I, on the no same thing like I th- i'm totally gonna bring this forget. into my health yeah i'll go to bed and i'll totally forget what i was planning the day before yeah unless that's how i, I write am. it on my calendar yep i'm like oh, i don't have time because cougar has a meditation room i'm like oh look at her I progressive have, as i hell. have no i have no room for that there's no way the last airport i was in um they had a meditation room I was like, huh, would you look at that? Which airport was that? Uh, New Orleans. They had a meditation oh, room there. Yep, you wouldn't right find next that to the at Bishop or, <laughs> or Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> right next to Chick-fil-A. Right. Oh, man, that's awesome, though. Yeah, I like being places where there's, like, uh, forward thinking, where they just kind of let people run with ideas, you know? Like, you go, like, yeah. um, that's how I felt when I was down in Austin. It felt like uh, if somebody had a good idea, they could, like, the city's like, do it. Go for it. We love it. Like, I went to this. That's uh, cool. We were just cruising around on those uh, bird scooters. Have you ever seen those in a big city? I think I know what you're talking about. Like these chunky electric scooters. and Like uh, razors? Like those old razor scooters? Kind of, yeah. Electronic? Okay. electric and they zip around and i fucking hate it but they're awesome like you look like a goofball riding it <laughs> but damn they're really fun I and mean, those are popular in new york I they're think. popular in like all major cities mm-hmm. right now and they're probably going to get banned at some point but the thing we were just cruising around at night and we we came upon like it's like 10 o'clock at night the stars are out the, mm-hmm. s- the moon is out and there's like this park with all sorts of like playground type stuff that you've never seen before it was so cool it was like a little kid's paradise and in it were like all these like parents and kids playing around and it's like 10 o'clock at night and they're under street lamps but it's just so well made and so fucking cool like they had a splash pad going with like blue and purple and red lights up going and it wasn't like it was some event this was just like something that would that people went to when they were feeling like letting their kids stay up past their bedtime but i feel like they need to think more about that because people have like a lot more people have different hours of working Mm -hmm. and it's like some people get out at like 11 and -hmm. they don't see their kids all day like I wake Tommy up and go or to the park and that's I they're going to find a bunch of other kids there. Yeah. What the thing was it's like you would never find like you would never find a family of 4 with five other families hanging out at Russ Park in Grand Blank after dark. No. 
it was just this That's really intuitive. It, what? <laughs> right? it was just intuitive and cool, and it just felt like somebody who had a good idea was given the money to make that good idea come to fruition. Yeah. I don't know. I like that vibe. I thought and it was pretty cool. And apparently, they there's a lot of people there that are for it. If the yeah. park was full at that it time, was so I've never seen anything. I felt like I was in the future. I was like, this is fucking awesome. I'm gonna. That's where's cool. my kid at? I'm bringing him here. It's because I feel like it's probably more popular around bigger populations like that like yeah. around here it's yeah. just we're not we don't there got a, yet. we don't got a lot going on <laughs> no we don't yeah i know it's like we when we go out to new york it's like there's so much going on here and then you come back here and we're like oh we are so boring <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> like people get excited about a fucking speedway or something getting yeah. yeah but i mean there's just we have what i like where we are is there's so much space yeah like there, it's just so claustrophobic and it's just nonstop, yeah. which I like at a certain point. But then it's like, man, I miss just like driving at night and not having to worry about hitting people right? <laughs> crossing the street or a bicycle. There's a vibe. I've never been to New York, but like the vibe that you see in movies and TV and like from what I've read, it doesn't seem like a vibe that I could gel <laughs> with for more Probably than like not. a couple, like a week or two, you know? Oh no! This no, is too. I, it's, I it's like it because I'm artsy, right? And I like that whole like city vibe. Yeah, me too. But like, I also like nature a lot too. Yeah, like, I do too. I want a cabin up north sometimes. So it's like I need to find a balance of both. You know. Where's upstate New York? Upstate New York, I hear is beautiful, mm-hmm. <sighs> but New York is just—it's too big. It's too many people. It's when just too big we went we got there on a friday mm-hmm. so me and my mom got there before cougar so we're like let's just walk around for a little bit and wait for her to come in and we get there and i'm like man there's not that many people here it's kind of yeah. weird and it was like later in the afternoon friday and i guess we find found out that the new yorkers will leave to go out of town or something on the weekends hmm. so it was basically empty that weekend really? that's weird because we were walking around and i'm like i figure there's gonna be like a lot more people i was like i'm kind of frightened right now because <laughs> Why is it empty? where's the people <laughs> instead of partying in their own city they're like no nope, time to leave time to go yeah. see a tree i mean i'm sure i would want to too yeah, me too too chaotic but what's like it's your fun. favorite place you visited um, I, oh, I don't know. I really like Salem. Really? It's because I'm just into all that dark stuff. Yeah. And, and it's just like surrounded by it. And the architecture there yeah. is probably awesome. It's, it's like, it's like old. a mix of, um, it looks like I was t- telling them, uh, like Crossroads Village. They have the same but old, old buildings yeah. like there. Yeah. And like, it's so big there. We kept getting lost. Because we had those tours that night, and the guy kept calling me. I'm like, I don't know. I'm not from around here. You're telling me d- um, we're walking, and this guy we we met up. He was dressed like um, uh, what's that guy? It looked like the guy from the Princess Frog. You know, the devil guy. He had the top hat. No, I've well, never it's seen some it, it's some like devil thing. But he was yeah. all dressed up, all theatrical sounding, trying to scare us, and he's like. Yeah, there's this field over so-and-so where they do uh, rituals and stuff at night, and mm-hmm. I 
tell you right now, do not go over there. And he looked at me, he's like, will you go there? And I'm like, oh, hell yeah, I want to go. <laughs> Let's party. Are, he's like, yeah. are you sure? And I'm like, yes, <laughs> I want to <laughs> go and see this. Like, I want to see people in capes doing rituals. Are you kidding me? Duh. I won't go up to them, but I'll look. Obviously. I love but that. But it's like funny. People try to, s- there's a lot of people that try to scare me because I don't come off as being creepy but i've mm-hmm. played like demons and stuff at films all the time and i'm like <laughs> it ain't nothing but a thing <laughs> so well, you're like that's the focus of my life actually yeah. is to be scary that's exactly cool. i um what was there was a there was a movie that i thought that you would vibe with um ah it's a uh, it's about chicken it's about this uh toxic chicken taking over a town what yeah it's and <laughs> it actually this? right it's uh fuck what is it called it, it it's it's amazing it's one of the most amazing movies i've ever seen it's just amazing in every way amazing when was this made was early it? 2000s probably um about it, a chicken it, not a chicken but chicken like like a raw chicken at a, f- a chicken restaurant was toxic and it took over the town by creating anybody that ate it turned into this evil toxic giant chicken and it was fucking amazing (laughs) there was there was dance scenes and in in musical numbers and it was a horror film you're gonna have to tell me what it's called because that sounds awesome yeah it was uh my ex's um my there it's like it has a cult following this oh i'm sure it does it's crazy <laughs> and in oh, what is it called son of a bitch i would kill somebody to know what it's called but it's uh, i'll send i'll text it to you later okay. when i figure it out it was uh it's amazing it's probably uh, do you have tubi no it, there was a play on words here well, i'll look it tu- up tubi has a bunch of like just the most random movies on there and yeah. it might be on there movie about killer chicken restaurant poultry geist that's what it's called <laughs> i love it <laughs> poultry geist oh my god yeah it was i've made never heard of that it's it's incredible it is truly art honestly i can't believe that it was uh, that they achieved <laughs> what they did it, it's graphic it's explicit it's it's fucking crazy. See, movies like that give me such good hope of me getting my movies out there because I'm like, yeah. it's they're not that extreme, but I'm like, if someone can buy this, yep, they can buy these, right? And like, look at Rob Zombie's movies, like, yeah, those Do you like his stuff. I have watched one film by Rob Zombie, and I don't want to sound rude. To a Which one was fan. it? I have no idea, but I was <laughs> higher than God at somebody's house that I didn't know. There was this chick that had glaucoma and she blew glass and I smoked her bong and I was like 20 <laughs> years old, just scared watching a Rob Zombie film around a bunch of 30 year olds that I didn't fucking know. I wonder if it was. So like it wasn't a great experience. Do you for remember me. what it's about? Um, no, I, I remember absolutely nothing. I was so high. I remember just feeling anxiety the whole time. Though. I saw because I went to uh, that Motor City Nightmares 
yeah. this past weekend, and there's a bunch of people that were in his movies there. Oh, yeah, Cougar, so Cougar gave me, like, Cougar was just, like, texting me all about you. She's like, she likes Rob Zombie. Talk about that. She said, Kiss <laughs> is the best concert she's ever been to. And I was like, excuse yeah, I'm, me. Yeah, I'm trying to go there, because Riff Fest is coming up soon, and he's going to be there. With Rob Zombie's music is fucking Rob badass. Zombie, Slipknot, oh, that and Limp Biscuit. It's going to be at Riff Fest. That sounds fun. September. So we're planning on going to that. And then Kiss. I'm like, you have to go to Kiss. Like, really? That's the best concert I've ever been to. What the fuck? I was like third row. And I could, I swear, <laughs> I thought the flames burnt my hair off. And I was just like wow. mouth on the floor the whole time. What I'm year? Like, this had to be 2013, 2014. I'm so stoked. It right was now? Motley Crue and Kiss. Oh my God. And that was like the second so or third time I saw Motley Crue, and then the first time I saw Kiss. Oh, so you're like a rocker. You like you like rock and roll. That's badass. And I went to one the other Motley Crue concert I went to was like Slayer, mm-hmm. Alice Cooper, and them. Oh, I would kill to see Alice Cooper. Alice Cooper puts on a great show. Rob okay, Zombie puts on a great show. I'm he sure brings Rob's out monsters. Ah, dude, I would get because he he's into all the practical. Fest. It's twenty five bucks. Where's it at? BT. That'd be cool. It's September eighteenth or something. Your boy's gonna be gone. Oh. I'm getting well, out of town. Well, I know Kiss is the September first. I would like I'm tickets. not a I've never been a Kiss fan and honestly I um I just I I like Kiss like I respect Kiss but like I can't <laughs> imagine a Kiss concert in 2013 being the best concert I ever it saw. It is so it they you wouldn't think yeah. but Gene Simmons went up high on their little uh they put up like a stand up there for him and mm-hmm. he bit into a fake heart. And it just had blood going all over, and I'm like, "Holy crap! This guy is like seventy something." But you you would never know if you didn't know anything. Did he have the crowd? Was the crowd there? Oh, they were just everybody was going nuts. See, I've been to concerts about like with bands that I'm super stoked for, but then the crowd was lame, so like it, it took away from the experience almost. Yeah, I went and saw Sturgill Simpson at the the I Fox. Have no idea who that is. Oh, Sturgill Simpson's badass. He's a like a country rock. That's why I don't musician. To I don't listen to country either. He's something new. He's not like you know fucking singing about you know farming. Bud Light and farming, farming. with <laughs> tractors. Cheating wife. Yeah, it's not like you know um, he would never play at like Faster Horses. That's for sure. Okay. I don't know. I have no idea what goes on at Faster Horses. It's all like, you know, your super mainstream country stars and everything. It's not, it's not my scene. I'm not, that's the only genre of music that I'm like, yeah, fuck this. I like, I love pop. I love rock. I like real country music like Johnny Cash and Sturgill Simpson is that in the modern times. And he also is like his last album goes along with a netflix movie that's that it's just his album but there's like this anime story to it it's not what fucking crazy country and anime it's like it's it's no it's its own new genre of whatever the music is it's so good and it's kind of like it's like about the end of the world i think maybe but it's like it leaves it open to interpretation it's very 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 good yeah but He's you said the crowd there was it? The crowd was lame. I don't know if I was too far back, but like 
we were like trying to like you know grooving yeah. and like the people next to us were just sitting with their hands folded just like hmm, this is good music like it's just <laughs> <laughs> it's just not what you want you know no. like i like to rock on a really good show mm. is kesha i bet kesha fucking rocks i've been to her stuff a couple shows and i get there the one was at dte and it was just packed and she was with uh LMFAO. Do you remember them, guys? Let's go. Party Rock Anthem. Party Rock. So, I'm not kidding. So, right when Party Rock dropped that main beat, yeah. everybody was like, it looked like Bump the it. whole hill was like breathing. Oh. Like, But at, they were like that. And then Kesha comes out with cannons and people dress like big penises. That's awesome. And Good I had glitter her. in my shoes like for a week. And she just puts on an awesome show. I'm like, dude, this is insane. That's fucking hilarious. I go, I'm like, Tiger, why you got glitter in your hair? I went to a Kesha <laughs> concert last week. <laughs> when she was popular, I yeah. dressed like her. I had feathers in my hair. I used to say, <laughs> she was like huge when I was in high school, and I was like, I want to have sex with her voice. <laughs> <laughs> it's just sexy. I she's had a got poster something. of her in my room. I'm like, she's, she's so cool. Do you, um, do you know who Marshmallow is? Mar- is that the guy that wears that big old... Yeah. I, I don't know his music. I know who he... Yeah, me neither. I know, like, three songs, maybe. Um, it's all, like... That's, like, borderline EDM. And um, I went to a music festival in East Lansing a few years ago, and he was playing it. I'm not super into it, but, like, mm-hmm. my friends were. I'm like, sure, I'll go. Like, I like yeah. music. Let's go. It'll be fun. And that is one of the best shows I've ever really? seen. Really? That'd I'm, be cool. I, th- and that was... First off, like the the speakers and the music were just so high quality and so just good that it felt like it was inside of you, and the crowd was fucking perfect. Like mm-hmm. everybody was on beat and jumping, just like with the beats and the drops. There was a point, and it's on his Instagram. You can see it, like where he had the whole crowd like jump five jumps to the right. So it's mm-hmm. like, as a crowd, you're like, ka-chunk, ka-chunk, ka-chunk. That's so cool. It was gnarly. I've never, like, it, you could, f- it just, the whole mass of people moving. And then we did it back to the left, and mm-hmm. everybody's covered in dust now because, you know, you got 4,000 people all, like, jumping yeah. in unison. That was one of the coolest concerts I've been a part of. Um, and that's the thing about a good concert. It The, the, the audience is a part of it, mm-hmm. you know, and that's like it would be so cool to be a musician like i play drums like i can't imagine like being on stage and like right. looking out at all those people it seems that's like gotta be the mm. most like euphoric surreal feeling thing, right ever yeah i would uh i'll probably never know that feeling but like to like just taste that seems like what's seem what looks cooler than being a rock star i probably never be it i definitely <laughs> will never feel that I don't know. Yeah, it's got to be incredible. Oh, I've been to so many shows, and then, like, uh, we just went to one the other day. Um, I can't remember the last time I went to one. I used to go yeah. to them all the time. Well, they got canceled for over a year now. Yeah, I think, like, before that, I just, like, started... Cause I got a taste of, like, super close to the stage, yeah. and I was still, like, living at home, mm-hmm. so I could... I could buy these tickets, and then now that I have to pay bills, I'm like, oh man, Fuck. like, Shit's but these expensive. kids ones, I'm gonna be like, 
I got to do it. I love that you're super stoked about a Kiss concert. That's fucking cool. But I'm like, I'm I not trying to my make <laughs> I told it's just Cougar, so random. I was like, Cougar. It's 2021 <laughs> and you're stoked about going to see I'm Kiss. I'm like, Cougar, we have to get these seats. I know they're expensive, yeah. but it's well, going to be worth it. I promise. You know what? And that is the truth, especially you're in your, if you're in a big venue like DTE where they don't mm-hmm. have general admission. Like it, Sitting up close is a huge difference. You know, oh man, I've been to concerts. I've seen the same band from like, uh, you know, like 10 rows back. And then I've seen that same band like in the nosebleeds. And it's complete different. Yeah, it's just completely different. The energy almost dissipates, you know, right. by the time it gets to you. Because I've seen, I think, Fallout Boy a few times and I was super close. That's cool. I saw um, 30 Seconds to Mars. Oh, um, that'd been awesome. Oh, that was such a good concert. I was right there too. It was general admission. When when was that? I was like that had like two thousand thirteen or oh, fourteen. Okay. That was uh right at yeah, it was probably two thousand fourteen because that's like the summer I started smoking weed. I discovered me and my friend discovered thirty seconds to Mars. Mm-hmm. I remember it like being high, just thinking like, where has this music been? This is fucking <laughs> crazy i know so <laughs> you laugh at it but like there's, a, there's where have you been all my life jared leto? jared leto that's my man crush numero uno he's oh he's man, fucking gorgeous old, old sister would be so, she every time she sees a good picture of him she sends it to me and i'm like yeah he's a good looking guy but she's jared, like no he's fucking beautiful it's he scary is. he has these piercing he has a cult does he have you seen that he has a cult like Ugh. I'm not kidding. He, he dresses. W- he dresses in robes, right? And he has like this island people pay all money right, for, right. and they follow him around. But hear me out. If there was a guy who was Jesus, <laughs> 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 it might he be does Jared Leto. Fit the part. He came out. So there's. They have this song called "Night of the Hunter," and that's the song that they came out to. I was a super fan when I went to that show. I be, I was like a super mm-hmm. fan of Thirty Seconds of Mars for like that a whole was year. Fall Out Boy. Yeah. Well, they're great. Anyways, he comes out and it's like. You know, steam or whatever on the Just stage, and like he's the wearing. Guy he is. Yeah, he literally comes out and like what you're talking about, a <laughs> white robe, and just starts belting out. He has maybe the best voice. He has a great voice. His voice. And he acts. He doesn't just act. He acts his ass off. Yeah. That dude in uh, Dallas Buyers Club. Oh yeah. Well, every Matthew McConaughey fucking killed it. But like, he's a, he's a, not just an actor he's a fucking good one yeah well he had weird as shit i watched a documentary <laughs> about him once and oh i'm sure i got vibes i'm like hmm, i don't think uh i don't know if we <laughs> would gel very <laughs> <laughs> these aren't very good but i still like you so buddy. he's got a so he's got a cult they eh. he doesn't say it no but obviously. if you look at these pictures you're like that is a hundred percent cult material I right he's there fucking everybody too son of a bitch <laughs> I saw a picture once. It's like Jared Leto looks like Katy Perry with a beard. And they just put <laughs> oh a beard on yeah. Katy Perry next to Jared Leto. And it's like, shit, it is spot on. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I mean, yeah. He's a good looking dude for sure. He is. He's got, I, uh, there, he's saying he had just come, they had just come back from like uh, overseas, like European tour. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was like, it's good to be back in the United States. And everybody just started chanting, USA. USA. It was a, another great concert moment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> fucking crazy. <laughs> and uh, and uh, he just started singing uh, Amazing Grace a cappella. And 
Just randomly? Oh, uh, it was, yeah, in the moment. Because everybody was chanting yeah. USA, and he just busts through the <laughs> crowd, just singing Amazing Grace. There's videos of that on YouTube, too, that I found That's after funny. the show. And while he was singing, it's like, his, truly, his voice is just unbelievable. Like, I don't know any other male singer um, this day and age that can belt it like that dude can. If you give me a minute, I'm, I'm sure. Who? Who? I'm sure I'll come up with someone. Name someone. You can't right I now? don't know. I can't think right now. Jared Leto, best voice of the 21st century. Freddie Mercury, then you got Jared Leto. <laughs> it sounds kind of fucked up <laughs> to say Jared Leto, <laughs> but he's got a really good voice. He does. He's I'm not denying it. Yeah, I'm going to get made fun of by any of my <laughs> friends that listen to this. <laughs> but anyway, we've done about an hour and a half if you want to wrap it up. I don't, we I can I don't, I don't want to take up too much of your time. Oh, I don't I have really. nothing else going on. Yeah, do you want a drink? I don't, sure. I got, yeah. uh, I have. Uh, I see that. Yeah, I have Alvaretto a. over there. What yeah. else you got? Yeah, we got Amaretto <laughs> and... I'm already scoping out what you have. Check it out. Since I walked in. Oh, man, I should have offered you something right away. It was smooth in transition. But uh, this is like my go-to for the for the podcast. Have you ever had this before? No, what is what it's is? It's called Screwball. And I hate, I hate it. Like what is it like? It is... Like, do you mix it with... You can. I can make. Um, here, I'll just give you a taste. Of something that's not what you want. I have a glass right here. Eh, I mean, you don't have to fill it up, but. This is what you drink. This is a whiskey, which is Kay. intimidating. I understand. There you go. So okay, I'm just gonna go for it. Yeah. Here. Cheers. Yep. I have to take it as a shot. My God. I already did. <laughs> <laughs> I, was just I didn't sip. know I had to wait. No, I was just, no, I was just ta- take a sip just to learn the I flavor. I mean, it's not bad. No. Uh, that's how I learned the flavor. I just take it <laughs> off. Like, let's shoot this shit. I'm like, oh, sorry. So I can make a little cocktail I mean, with not, that. Yeah, it's not bad. Do I you like, like that. Do you like coffee? No. Oh, good. See, Perfect. That, that wasn't my plan. <laughs> do you want to pause I this and make a margarita? Sure. Yes. Okay. There we go. Perfect. I would and we're back. Did you get all your questions answered? Um, let's see. Let's go through these. So, shrunken head, two-headed duck. Um, Did you actually have those written down? Yeah, right there. Oh, my God. Two-headed duck. <laughs> I was like, well, the cougar, you sent that to me, and I was like, I yes, and I good named stuff. Them. Yeah. What do you name the two-headed duck? Pip and Squeak. <laughs> That's stupid. <laughs> it is stupid, but I love it. Um, I said, Kiss is the best concert you've been to with three question marks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very Are you interested. sure? I, I, I don't know I what promise. kind of concerts you've been my, to. My nephew was, he's like, I'm not paying more than a hundred bucks. I'm like, well, too bad. I guess you're sitting out in the, the hill because we're going to pay like 250 Well, C- Cougar and I are talking about going to this concert. It's Metallica, Greta Van Fleet, and um, Cage the Elephant in Atlanta. That's random. Isn't it? Isn't that That's cool, though, because they'll bring in more people. Dude, Greta Van Fleet's latest album, I don't know if you're she a fan. Oh. She plays it all the time when we're in the car, but yeah, you're not just I'm more of like Led Zeppelin, and I'm like, these guys sound, I'm not hating on them. They sound awesome. I'm just like, 
I don't know. You're, I mean, listen, Led Zeppelin's my favorite band of all time. And I think Greta Van Fleet, at first I didn't like them. And the reason most of it was like, they're trying to be Led Zeppelin. Listen to these assholes. But everybody starts from their influences. And yeah. I think they've gone beyond that and become their own thing. Especially yeah. with this, I have it on vinyl and I listen to it. <clears throat> I listen to it an obscene amount. Like, lyrically, it's it's just beyond anything they've written before. Dude, even if it feels more like Rush. Robert Plant even did an interview and he's like, you know, those kids from, there's a band from Detroit. Yeah. And he talks about them and he's like a fan of them. They're cool. That, well, everybody immediately compared them to Led yeah, Zeppelin I mean, because the lead like singer. Yeah. He doesn't even anymore, though, I don't think. He, he has a high pitched voice, mm -hmm. but so does Getty Lee from Rush. Like, yeah. and so does Steve Perry from Journey. Like, th I feel yeah. like. But all those people, I'm sure, have been compared to. I mean, like Robert Plant's the greatest frontman th that's I ever know. been. But so. I'm just saying, like, like Chuck Berry started guitaring, and then yeah. you know, started guitaring. guitaring. Oh my God, you've drank <laughs> three sips. <laughs> I'm such a lightweight, so it's, okay. it's whatever. But you know, like they, and then you know Keith Richards, like that's his idol, and then it's like Elvis Presley, and it's like the Beatles. I that was the Beatles' <laughs> idol, you know. But no, I'm I don't saying like yeah. they, they all like branched out from another well, yeah, artist everybody's has their influences and any like and if you listen like what well, i the the day that greta van fleet to me stood out as a band that i kind of liked was when i was just listening to the radio here in flint and it was um it was modern rock radio not like classic rock it was stuff from like the 2000s you know mm. like 90s and 2000s so like volby and nirvana mm. and I don't know, Five Finger Death Punch, like modern rock, I guess, and modern hard rock. And then they played a Greta Van Fleet song in the middle of all that. Yeah. And it sounded like it, it just, it was its own thing. It didn't blend with anything else. It was like, it was different, but s familiar at the same mm -hmm. time. And with the their latest album, I, I just uh, listening to it on full volume with like some real headphones or bumping speakers. It just it sounds like like Rush combined with Led Zeppelin. And I don't even think it has much Led Zeppelin vibe to it. Honestly, it's more like Rush Eagles and uh, fucking I don't even know. It's it's its own thing. It's the cool. People that probably compared it to Led Zeppelin probably just heard like a little bit. Yeah. And they're and probably they're simpletons like, oh. who don't know anything. Yeah, <laughs> I mean. No, I, I, uh, I, I'm I. Led Zeppelin's my favorite band, and I See used to say that as a kid, and I wasn't sure about it. But as an adult, you're I'm like, like, this sounds right. Yeah, Stairway to Heaven's the best. Song. I used to go around and be like, Metallica and ACDC are my favorites, and I heard like one, one each of their songs. Yeah, and I still like them. I know more of their songs now, but see, growing up in the 90s me and my friends we had like we me and my best friend still to this day we all have the same stupid personality with like toilet humor so our favorite band was blink 182 dope and that was like that's I like still what mine tom DeLong's doing these days with aliens yeah tom he was DeLong. always into it 
And then Bro. he got like really into it and everybody's like, oh, he's serious. Yeah, I heard him <laughs> on a podcast like three years ago and I was like, I've talked to bipolar, schizophrenic people. I've talked to manic people before. I'm like, this dude sounds manic. Like he's fucking he nuts. Is. He's fucking nuts. He's like, I got people and I'm talking to government agencies and I can't tell you these things, but, but I will. Look, and now he, was he right. is. And he's like literally consulting the Pentagon. All that stuff came out yeah. from the government that it's yeah. real. So it's not like he's crazy. Like he's he not. <laughs> he's, he's vilified. And he's like at the head of a lot of the releases that are occurring right now. It's fucking weird. It's weird how it's that so stuff funny. just like goes through and nobody really is paying it any mind. Right. They're like, oh yeah, Tom and his aliens. Yeah, they're <laughs> like, yeah, people talking about stuff zipping around the sky that the Navy doesn't know what it is. The but Pentagon doesn't know what it is and they fund these research projects to figure out what it is, but and they're telling us about it and uh, nobody really gives a fuck. I was always into aliens and I always believed yeah. they were out there, but I didn't go to that extent. That no, been. I didn't have the... I don't have the money. <laughs> <laughs> right? You didn't have you know. hundreds of concerts worth of, uh, of money to do no. that. Yeah, I, um, I get really excited about that stuff. And I used to, like, I used to kind of be of the opinion that, like, I think aliens are out there. I don't know if they've been here. I think they would be interested to watch us <coughs> because we're a society. It's like we're more than just like monkeys. We're more than hippos mm -hmm. and giraffes. We're actually like functioning and building things and making stuff. And we might be primitive to them. But, you know, we study ant colonies. I, oh man, this, have you ever watched the old Twilight Zones? Yes. That's my favorite show. Uh, so there's this episode they hold on up. there. They are so good. And he, yeah. Rod Sterling was ahead of his time. You have entered the Twilight Zone. But like, um, there was this one episode and I'm like, oh, it blew my mind. So, and I always felt like aliens are here, like walking among us. They look like humans. So you ever like you encounter people? You You've ever like that? encountered people? You're like, man, they're kind of off. And they just I work with you. one right now. <laughs> just follow, yeah, they became a nurse. <laughs> 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 um, but um, but there's this one episode. These people, they're you know humans, and they look like they live on Earth. And mm -hmm. they're like, hey, like they work for this government thing. And they're like, something's going on here. We have to leave. And they're like, okay. So it was like uh, a family, and then their two friends or whatever. They're like, we have this ship. They said, like, plane, but it looked like a ship. Mm -hmm. They're like, we're going to go. And uh, they were, you know, whole story was, like, them trying to escape from their boss. And they get up in the air and towards the end of the story. They're like, yeah, we there's this other planet that's just like here, but it's known as Earth. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> They're from, but it's like, dude. Yeah. That could. Uh, I, I, as soon as I heard about, like, the multiverse theories and everything that tripped a trigger and i that's like what it's been for me since it's just that's that's reality like yeah. i really think that there are there i think that it, there's a strong possibility that we jump from reality to reality almost on a daily basis it happens where you're always entering a new reality because there's no such thing as the past there's really no such thing as the future. All that there really is is the moment in which you exist, which is constantly moving forward. Right. So it's entirely possible that there are 
there's something that's repeating over and over and over again and you are just going through it like time and everything is mm-hmm. super weird and when you start thinking about it really high <laughs> or really you know like under the influence and just letting go of like the normal sobriety in which you look at life with it becomes this strange thing that you can't explain but you feel and you kind of understand mm-hmm. you know I, yeah. I i think that i don't i don't know anything i'm very agnostic in my like yeah. <laughs> ethereal beliefs but I really do believe that there's something weird going on. Like, be it aliens hanging out here with us now. Oh. For sure. Really? Like, if you ever go grocery shopping and there's, like, just people, like, in the same aisle. I mean, I get it. They're, like, they'll get super close to you. And it's, like, they can't wait to, mm-hmm. like, get what you want. Like, everybody in the store wants air freshener right now. And then there's someone, like, right there, like, right by you, like, trying to get in there. And you I'm, like... Are they trying? Yeah. I'm not like thinking that, like sounding crazy, but I'm like, are they trying to see how we act? <laughs> are like, they studying me? But there's some people yeah. that are just like so quiet by you, and I'm like, these dudes are aliens. <laughs> <laughs> because like normal people be uncomfortable right now. <laughs> I'm like, I know what you're up to, buddy. <laughs> well, there's a. Have you ever noticed if you n- noticing something like? So I put a Michigan University of Michigan license plate on the front of my car. Mm-hmm. I've never really noticed any car with a U of M license plate on it. And I've owned that license plate for a long time. I always put it up in my room. I mm-hmm. put it on my car because I have the space for it now. Yeah. And as soon as I did that, I see them everywhere now. Really? Does it everywhere. say like number one fan on it or something? No, it just is a Block M, like the University okay. of Michigan Block M. I see them everywhere now. It's like that thing. There's an algorithm in Grand Theft Auto where if you p- get into one, like a certain type of vehicle, they start populating more on the map because you like that vehicle. So it, I see that occasionally in life where it's like it's if like you pick out Cougar's like Cougar's car is uh, everywhere. Oh, well, it's a great car. She chose an aesthetic but that fucking same car. Color? Yeah, the and white. And everything, it's everywhere. Yeah. Well, you no know one what has was my car, though. You know what it was for me? <laughs> it's old. <laughs> a, a Chevy Malibu. I haven't seen one like of those in a minute. 2004 silver? No. Well, <laughs> Chevy used to make great cars, and those things are beasts. Um, but I had that same thing with white Chevy Equinoxes. I rented okay. one, and from that, from the time I like leased it for uh, auto repair, Mm-hmm. I was seeing them fucking everywhere. I used to count how many white Chevy Equinoxes I would see in a day. Isn't like that a psychopath, nuts? but yeah. <laughs> I used to do that too, though, but it was like when I was younger, my first job, I had a boss that was like a, like a dick. Like he gave me anxiety just being in the same room with him. Yeah. But he had a white trailblazer and a black suburban or something like that. And I'd see him everywhere when I worked, and it gave me anxiety. I'm like, if they drove by, I'm like, oh, that must be him. But they're everywhere at that time. And, you know, you can't quantify that. You can't, can't, like, make sense to it. But there is, occasionally, I feel like the universe does give you a little wink, like something's going on, you know? Let someone else do it, because I feel like, man, maybe I'm just paranoid. But then you say something, and I'm like, hmm. (laughs) <laughs> Maybe I need to get yeah. a prescription to <laughs> some something. sort of antipsychotic. Uh, no, there's there's weird stuff going on all the I time. I noticed just most a lot of stuff too, it. and I think it's because like I'm a Virgo, and yeah. we're known to notice things. Oh really? Very analytical. I feel like I don't. It's almost like f- 
from the time I've been a very, very young, I don't miss shit. Like in like my memory, I remember, I remember everything and knock on wood. I hope that doesn't change, but like people like my, uh, my memory is a fucking steel trap. And you I, you're not a Virgo, are you? No, I'm a Capricorn. But I remember where people set things and stuff like that. You've got to have a Virgo somewhere in your placement then. I am a I'm rising sure. cancer, which apparently makes me very emotional. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. Oh. <laughs> you, can, you can say. <laughs> I like how... I'm, uh, I'm Virgo sun, Virgo rising, and Gemini moon. Hmm. I don't know. So I don't know what that means. You'll have to refer to <laughs> my other friends for that. <laughs> my friend Lily knows knows all about that. Yeah, I know a little bit. Uh, Cougar knows a little bit. Yeah, I um, I love talking about that stuff, and I like people telling, like educating me. Once you like find out yeah. more stuff, it makes so much sense. Yeah. You're like, wow, I didn't really like this. It 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 does, but at the same time, you do have to look at it a little bit like. If I read the Gemini horoscope mm-hmm. for today, I'd be like, you know what? That is how I feel today. <laughs> it's all just vague. But enough, it's like you know? basically like certain signs are like, uh, like your personality. I think that's your moon sign I, is like, yeah. your p- and I'm like, well, that kind of makes sense. No, it does. And I, 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 d- I think that people's names have, uh, have attached energy God. to them. Yeah, that's what people when they meet me, they're like, "Are you a tiger?" I'm like, "You." Yeah, it's usually older men. What question is that? Uh, um, older men. They're like, older, they're white. How they're or always they're white, like right? <laughs> yeah, they're like. <laughs> so why do they call you that? Are uh, you a tiger? I'm like, I don't. That's just what my mom named me. <laughs> no, dude. <laughs> are you a tiger? Yeah, and I'm like, I don't know what that's supposed to mean. I mean, tigers are pretty lazy <laughs> so i guess yeah Fucking a. <laughs> well, we lounge around I don't know, a lot like, i guess like what kind of energy are you manifesting if you name your kids steve all <laughs> the other energy of all the other steves that's why i've never met a chad that wasn't a douchebag and if you're chad listening to this sometime I, in the future yeah, i'm sorry I know a but chad prove that's me wrong. not a douchebag do you he might be a douchebag he might be a fucking douchebag no it's just an example I it's like what energy really did my know. mom give me or like like you know we say our our, our star sign mm-hmm. it it, it, it's, it impacts like who we are as people like what is just what people the mouth noise that people call you like what is that what is how does that impact your personality growing up or am I crazy? I don't know. I mean, I I don't really think about it. Well, do you have do you a really super think about your name. name though, but when I people used ask to. Me, I used to hate my name. When people like say like, "Do you like it?" I'm like, "I I don't know. I don't really think about you don't really think about your name that no. much." I'm well, like, I'm so used to it. I used so being hanging out with Cougar the last like couple years of knowing her, the craziest thing is introducing her to people or watching her introduce herself or telling people about it, like yeah, yeah my friend cougar lying. no yeah, it, it's so weird it's like my friend cougar just bought a chevy blazer and they're like you said her name's their name's cougar and i'm like yeah like i don't it doesn't even register yeah but other people act like they look at you like you have like, two heads okay 
Yeah. And then once you start, like some people, once I start talking to them, when they get comfortable, they're like, so why do people call you that? I'm like, because that's my government name. Yeah, that's what's <laughs> on my birth certificate. And they're like, really? I thought people just called you that as a nickname. Tiger. I'm like, why the hell would they do that? <laughs> you know, like, no. Yeah. It's or so they're good. like, are you named after Tiger Woods? Ew. He was How? A, he was a black <laughs> I am dude. a white woman. He was a golfer. <laughs> and I was, like, born before he became even relevant. Yeah. I was named after the freaking animal. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. That's a... You have a... It, it, you have a famous person. Well, both of you share names with famous well, he, people. That's not actually his real name, though. It's not? That's not his birth. I think he's changed it legally. What a pussy. But that was like yeah. his nickname. Then he kind of changed it. Two thumbs down, Tiger. But there's someone else. Every time we, they're like, did you go to Clio? I'm like, no. And they're like, oh, there's someone that lives in Clio that's named, named Tiger. Tiger. I'm like, yeah. That bitch. <laughs> like, where is she? You know, for the longest but time, I never knew another Travis. Like, for a long really? time. Never. That's I never went to school. That was a very popular Travis. name when I went to school. Yeah, really? That and, like, uh, Courtney, Chelsea. There was, like, Travis. What's, like, the worst name? Like, the worst What's common the worst name? name? Yeah, male and know. female. I don't really think about names. I think the worst male name. I do. I write them down. <laughs> Why? <laughs> so you're like, this is not what I'm naming yep. my future kids. I think Keith is amongst the worst. Um, Did you have a bad encounter with the Keith? I have an uncle Keith. He's not particularly bad. You just it's don't like his name. <laughs> 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 yeah, but his name kind of sucks. Sorry, Uncle Keith. <laughs> it's just like... I, I, I don't really know. It's like Keith drinks decaf coffee and has he inappropriate thoughts like about. If you were to watch beige paint dry, is yeah. that what you're getting at? Like very he is boring. He an architect. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really know. I mean, I don't know. I'm just thinking of bad names. Like nobody looks at a baby and thinks it should be named. Let's name that Keith. <laughs> Unless you're fucking weird. Have you ever met a baby named Susan? Oh my god! Right? Oh my god! This is what they'd say. This I is mean, little Susie, and that's yeah. cute. Or Suze. I like Suze. There's a uh, con- there's a mu- uh, folk music. I don't even know what category to put her in. Her na- she's amazing. I'm in. I am so deeply in love with her soul, but she doesn't really know me. Her name's Suzanne Santo. Okay. Um, she makes her music is incredible. And, um, yeah, Suzanne Santo, if you're listening to this, I think you're fucking awesome. <laughs> She's amazing. I I mean, I know a Suzanne. Suzanne's a pretty name, I think, actually. But Susan, yeah, it's kind of different. Susan, so you're, sa- you're spelling it S-U-S-U-A-N-S-A-N, Susan? Yeah. I, uh, Suzanne it's is like S-U-Z-A-N-N-E, yeah. which I think is kind of pretty. Suzanne. That's better than... Susan. Susan. Yeah, no Susan sucks. So there. Susan and Keith. I agree with that statement. I like Susie, but if it's spelled like like Su- Susie and the Banshees, you know how that's spelled? Like S-I-O-U. Is that a band? X. It's I th- yeah, back in like I don't the know 80s and 90s. But she spelled it like S-I-O-X. Like it's spelled mm-hmm. weird, but it looks cool. Suxy. Something my mom would do because yeah. she spelled our names all different. I, I like the way that she changed it up and didn't just name you T I G E R. See that? So she started with me. She's like, "All right, I'll, 
I'll change one letter. Mm-hmm. And then the cats, she changed like a couple letters. And How's the cougar, cats spell? Cougars is all over Coo- the place. Cougars gets an umlaut. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Cats is, is K-A-T-Z. So like kind of like the, uh, it's a popular bar? last like <laughs> Jewish last name. Oh, I actually went to school with a Mike Katz. Yeah. So it's yeah. spelled like that. And then Cougars is like, she just went all out. K-U-G. And then my mom was supposed to have twins. Yeah. And then, did she already talk about that? She kind of gave me a Lion little bit of background. Lynx. That was going to be their name. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Oh, man. Your mom sounds awesome. I got one of my questions for Cougar was what type of hippies were your parents? Like, not just like, See, I know they, they never had to have been hippies. Ab- they never talked about that. They were kind of like, I wouldn't say ag- against it. Mm-hmm. When we were growing up, I mean, it was never, like, pot was never brought up. Yeah. It was my dad's very, like, he, I've seen him drink maybe twice my whole life. Wow. And my mom was just, you know, likes her wine. But I'm sure. You don't have to smoke pot to be a hippie. I know, but, like, I don't know. Hmm. I don't know what kind of, what kind of different. Mom was a tiger stripe horse driving hippie she was you don't name she was your just kids. a wild sh- i mean she was a person from the 80s that partied in the 80s like yeah. i'm sure there's more people out there that have weird names my friend josh's mom probably would have gotten along with her back in the they 80s they probably know each other yeah she loved twisted sister and like <laughs> all those hair metal bands <laughs> julie well my mom said she liked listening to uh Pink Floyd uh, and a lot of like the Motown stuff. Motown's but she was like, yeah, Pink Floyd. Pink Floyd's my. So there's. So I'm like, okay, so we're getting somewhere. <laughs> That's badass. Do you like Pink Floyd? I've never really listened to Oh, it. let it come to you. I Eventually, to at be, some point I in your life, it might come. Super big into music. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, like, since I started doing movie stuff, yeah. I always just have like movies on. Well, I mean, if you're in the production of movies, like, isn't music a huge point? Yeah, but I don't do that. But someone puts it. I mean, I'll be like, I want to go for like a more drama feel for this, and then someone else will do it. I feel like just let like in like the ebbs and flows of life. I feel like letting music like because you do go. I go through phases with music like where I listen to it a lot, and then phases mm-hmm. where I'm not listening to music. And um, it's one of those things. Just let it come back to you. Mm-hmm. And if Pink Floyd makes its way into your existence, embrace it. <laughs> oh my God, this Pink I Floyd is unlike any band that has ever been. Yeah. Before and after, like they're different man pink floyd is different oh god yeah I'm i love pink floyd oh, lyrically like if you like music for like the message they send pink floyd is is on point <laughs> a lot see like the only time i listen to music is if i'm in the car because i door dash too just oh. to make extra money yeah. but like i'll do it at night mm-hmm. and um there's like full metal jackie will play so it's all like metal so i'll be Badass. blaring metal I don't know who, I don't know any bands, but I will blur that shit and just drive it on the road. But it's like awesome. It's like a different vibe when you blare it like at ten at night with yeah. the windows down. Yeah, and just flaring. Oh, and I'm that's like, Pink Floyd style there. Yeah, so that's I'm gonna have to. Yeah, I'll give you the my two favorite albums are 
um, Dark Side of the Moon is just it's undeniable and and that's the other thing too with Pink Floyd you should listen to it in albums don't just like pick yeah. songs listen to the album um, I'm big on that and Animals is really fucking good too um, but yeah I like music really early in the morning too like see I used to listen when I used to um, work at my old job before when we were passing meds mm-hmm. I would have my phone out and but we would listen to like 90s music yeah and this was like Cars eight in the morning wait. no i mean oh. like britney spears something <laughs> <laughs> like all like early 2000s too mm-hmm. so like stuff that's like that upbeat pot or yeah. pop stuff um while i'm like passing so and so their morning meds that's awesome but, um britney spears free britney for sure free britney I don't know what it is that she's going through, but it looks bad. She basically has no control over her life. Yeah, it seems like she's a slave. Yeah, <laughs> I get that joke. <laughs> I get it. That's funny. Pretty much. Yeah, I she, mean, she. I mean, I don't know how mentally healthy she is, but at the same time, she should be able there's to. There's people like out there that are in worse positions than her. That are totally free to like go about their yeah. day, and she's like, she's has this like conservatorship with her family to where they make all the decisions for her yeah because she is quote like not capable of making the decisions on her own and i just feel like that is super bizarre to just like like how even if somebody's like if if somebody's like bipolar schizophrenic you know they're manic they make horrible decisions <clears throat> as long as they're not hurting anybody mm-hmm. they should be allowed to do it oh but she might hurt herself well, so might Steve, who's addicted to parachuting or <laughs> right. fucking cliff jumping or somebody who rides a fucking motorcycle. We let people ride motorcycles, but daily we get, I see people who fall off them. And you know what right. happens? They get fucked up. Yeah. So why can't we let Brittany make her own mistakes if she's going to make mistakes? You're just like, like the whole mental like, health oops, thing is she weird. she did it again. <laughs> oh, wow. oh, my God. This is incredible. <laughs> Two puns. <laughs> oh man! I can't believe that we uh, we did about two hours here. It kind of goes by when you're talking, though. Right? Isn't that crazy? I was uh, I went into this thinking like, okay, we'll go like an hour, hour and a half. I don't want to like overdo it, but I feel like this has been a good conversation. I mean, you're giving you a lot of stuff to work with, so. Oh yeah, you've been doing a great job. I mean, undeniable. <laughs> <laughs> Well, good. I think uh, I think cool. we're gonna call it though. I think okay. two hours is enough. Yeah, I that's okay. We've, we've had a lot of laughs. Thank you so much for coming. No problem. On. This has been awesome. It's been fun learning about uh, your life and who you are. This is cool. I'm gonna have to come back again sometime. Yeah, for like an update. Hell yeah, absolutely. Be a return customer. <laughs> All right. Thank you. No problem.